Welcome to Retreat Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Kate Williams. I'm a personal trainer, certified health coach, and founder of Retreat Yourself. If you're looking for a healthier, happier, and more fulfilled life, then you've come to the right place. Each week, I'll be diving deep into what it means to live a life well-lived, holding thought-provoking conversations with some of the world's most inspiring people, leaving you with actionable tips, tools, and takeaways so that you too can lead a life well-lived. So grab a cuppa, sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's time to begin your journey to your most incredible life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week on Retreat Yourself Radio. I actually don't even know if I can say another week on Retreat Yourself Radio now because it's gone fortnightly. (laughs) So I think I need to change that. But this week I have um, my partner in crime and colleague, Christy, on the line. Hello. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Different doing remotely. I know, I know, totally. So you guys listening might hear my dog Ari barking in the background and potentially hear your dog Maggie rummaging rummaging around as well. Um, So you guys may have heard, well, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you would have heard um, Christy a couple of months back um, interviewing me for the podcast. So. Is that the only time you've featured on it? And and the Christmas one when we did the um, little Christmas chat. Ah, yes, yes. That's right. That was fun with Alex. Yes, yes. Yeah, totally. So for you guys listening, we decided that this week we would do an episode around um, the current situation and how we've been dealing with it um, both professionally and personally. Um, We were thinking about different things to talk about and this was something that kept coming up. I know that a lot of us are feeling quite fatigued from the current situation. However, it's something that we're all experiencing at the same time and we're all experiencing it in different ways. So we thought it would be really helpful to to talk about how we've experienced it and kind of the things that we've learned and our coping mechanisms in case you guys can take something away and apply it to your life as well. Yes, yes. Because it's obviously a... Um, very strange situation that we all find ourselves in and one that I don't think anyone could have predicted. (laughs) And and one that's changing all the time as well. So I think in the early days, and I mean the early days, it wasn't that long ago, but when did this all (laughs) kick off? Maybe mid-March, so what's that, six weeks or so ago now? Um, I remember at the time, I think it was twice daily, you know, there's what, what, how everyone was feeling in the morning could have changed by the afternoon because there were so many government announcements happening every day and everything was changing. And, you know, I think even the whole, you know, I remember one day there was a rumour that people might be going into lockdown and no one knew what that meant and, um, you know, no one could imagine that that could happen. And three days later everyone was in, you know, whether whether you want to call it lockdown or not, but everyone was isolating from home and kids were home from school. Mm. And it all happened so quickly. And so I think how people are feeling has changed so frequently over that time as well. Yeah, it really has been. I mean, even when the, the coronavirus first happened was when I had my wedding in, in Feb. I remember my mom was coming over from New Zealand and she said she was worried about my cousin's baby coming over. She was worried about, and I was like, what are you talking about, mom? Like, there's nothing to worry about. Like it's, it's in China. It's fine. <laughs> and then, um, and then we went off on our honeymoon without any worries about it at all. Um, and then as we were over there, things started to progress more and more. Um, we were, did I tell you the story, Christy, about how when we were in the States? Um, so for you guys listening, we were traveling 
around in an RV on our honeymoon um, and obviously not watching the news or or anything like that. And um, we stayed at this RV park with, um, and they're like with a whole bunch of, of elderly people. You know how there's lots of oldies that love to yeah. drive there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love their driving right. camper van. Great lifestyle. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Um, the grey nomads, I think. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, and anyway, so we're at this RV park and we're in the in the uh, bar restaurant area chatting with um, the people that own the park and a bunch of the other people there. And um, they were all talking about the coronavirus and we were like, okay, like, you know, we didn't really know that much was going on with this. And on the news, you know how in Australia we had the toilet paper shortage? Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows about that. <laughs> um, over there, they had a massive hand sanitizer and hand wash shortage. And on the news, they're like, you know, talking about like hand sanitizer, everyone's panic buying. And then we looked at the, <laughs> the people that run the RV park and one of their friends comes barreling in the door with two big bags and he just dumps them on the table and hand sanitizer just goes flying everywhere. And we're like, the world has gone mad. Like what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> anyway, so it's kind of like, you know, we started catching on to it then and then bits and pieces here and there um, we'd hear about as we as we went along. Um, and it wasn't until we got to Canada that people, we started getting emails from people back home being like, you need to come home, like um, you might get stuck out, outside of the country. And we're like, what the hell is going on? Because, you know, when you've been living in, a, in an RV or you've been traveling around and you haven't been watching the news, you just don't really know. And at that stage, I think at that stage there was so much going on and you have to sort of uh, filter what you're listening to in a lot of the news anyway because there's so many stories and there's a lot of hype and, you know, the other thing is you're travelling, not only are you not listening to the news but you don't have the time to understand what's real and what's not and what's what's serious. So I remember we were chatting about it just in messages and you're like, oh, is is it okay? And I'm like, look, I I don't know. I I think you'll be fine. (laughs) We had no idea. (laughs) <laughs> so funny and like we were considering taking our RV and just you know cruising out to the middle of Canada and just camping out for a couple of weeks thank goodness we didn't do that because yeah we would be probably still there <laughs> it would have been like have you read those books tomorrow when the war began yes yeah <laughs> it would have been like that we would have yeah. come out and everybody's isolating and we're like okay what's going on <laughs> yeah but that's the um, thing it's like I said before it just it's it happened so quickly and I don't think anyone could have, you know, and people adapted really quickly considering because, you know, not a, it wasn't that you were unaware going, oh, surely we'll be fine or me saying, I, you know, you, you might be okay for a little bit longer. It wasn't that we were being naive to it all. I think it was just that it happened all so quickly. No one could have imagined what the next day could bring or what the next week could bring. So, yeah. you know, and people adapted really well considering that because everything just happened and everyone just took it in their stride or not took it in their stride but said all right yep what do we need to do and everything changed so quickly and that was a combined effort of everyone yeah absolutely what do you think has been the the um, hardest adjustment for you through the whole thing um Look, that's a good question. I think for me, um, as you know, I'm often working from home anyway um but um, I think just the just the whole not having, you know, and, and working from home every time you go out is a, an adventure, you know, whether you're going to the supermarket totally. or to the shopping centre or you're going to visit someone or whatever it is, you put so much um, or you, ta- you take so much out of those, those you know, events. <laughs> they're not even events, it's going to the supermarket, <laughs> but they're events, you know. And so I think not having that um, 
you know, for me, working from home was a, a, a thing anyway. And I, you know, there, there's always the challenges of doing that. Um, but having that taken away and having that outside life, um, you know, just suddenly stop was a big thing. I think for mm-hmm. me as well, and I mean, I, I haven't mentioned it on, on any of the retreat, retreat yourself channels, I don't think, but um, I'm pregnant. And, um, hey. you know, being, hey, <laughs> being um, what a, you know, I'm over 20 weeks now. And I think a big part of that, I've had a lot of friends who recently had babies and, you know, experiencing that journey with them and seeing them on and off. And, you know, you see their tummy growing and, you know, um, you know, you, you see them and, um, and not having, I think not seeing my friends and family during that time. And, you know, they, they haven't even seen me with the tummy and, um, you know, you can, you do talk on the phone and you do talk on video calls, but it just, it's very different. And it's such a big part of your life. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's, you know, being pregnant for the first time is such an experience and not seeing seeing anyone during that period of time is just it's so interesting so yeah 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 I yeah. never would have thought about it like in the in the sense that people won't actually get to see you um but it, it is a very different experience to what it would normally be like I suppose um dealing with pregnancy not in isolation I mean it yeah. has its pros and cons I'm sure it does um, it does yeah and and look I've spoken to a number of people whether it's um you know just in online you know forums and things like that or you know via going to the doctor or whatever or even people I know who are pregnant and I think I mean I've been quite level-headed with it all um you know people Mm -hmm. sort of have said have you been worried about it or are you concerned you know being pregnant you know whether it's because you're at risk of coronavirus or whether it's at risk of you know your family not seeing you um, when you have the baby or your partner not going to appointments or whatever and I've I've been quite level-headed about it um which I'm really thankful for but I think a lot of people in a similar position have been panicking and particularly those who are in later pregnancy because it it throws everything up in the air you know you even just not having a partner as a support person going to hospital and you know I read mm-hmm. um I, I read I someone mentioned to me the other day if you know going into labor in the hospital and if your partner you know has their temperature read and and they're over um what they consider as the safe limit at the moment your partner can't go into the labor room and I think there's a lot of reason for um women in a similar position who are already feeling vulnerable especially with their first pregnancy um mm-hmm. you know at the in the current environment because everything's changed so yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a big, big thing for preg- pregnant women at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose it goes back to that whole, um, you know, the situation. The situation is the same for everybody, but everybody's personal circumstances and like the way that it's affecting them, or you know, that their their personal life circumstances are, are creating a different experience for them. Yeah, 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 exactly. And how, how do you feel you've had, you know, you've experienced it all? Because obviously you were first coming back from the US and so you were in isolation before anyone was, um, you know, you were in your forced two weeks isolation and just when that was starting to finish, everyone else was forced into isolation as well. What was, what's the biggest thing that you've learned through it all? It it definitely was challenging. It's it definitely had its challenging moments. Like at the start, um, getting stuck in isolation was fine. And I was really like, I'm, I tend to be quite optimistic about things. So I was like, oh, you know, it's fine. It's great. Like all of our friends were bringing us around home cooked meals and we had lots of groceries bought to us. We yeah. um, set up a, pu- a pulley system over the balcony. <laughs> so people would come over and they'd drop the meals into the, into the bucket and we'd pull it over the balcony, which was pretty fun. <laughs> um, but um, so we had fun with it definitely at the start. However, I found it challenging um, because I, 
I, I just felt a bit cooped up. I think the 14 days of not being able to leave the house um, was a hard start to the rest of isolation, if you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. Um, had we gone into isolation and we'd still been able to go for a walk on the beach or be able to get outside, take the um, dog for a walk, it would have felt less uh, kind of restricted. So by the time we got out of our isolation and everybody else was in isolation, it was like, okay, I need to get out of the house. Like I, I had one night, cause I'm naturally really energetic, um, <laughs> as you know. And one night I was just like, I had so much energy. I was running laps around the living room. <laughs> My husband, Andrew was like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I've just got so much energy. Like I don't know what to do with myself. Um, so then, yeah, it was, really, <laughs> it was really great when we ac- were actually allowed to leave the house to be able to go and burn some of that excess energy it really highlighted how much energy I have um in my body (laughs) um but yeah it's I think for me um it's been a big lesson in slowing down um I and you're the same as well like we're we're very like A-type personalities we're very go 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 we've always got 50 things that we want to achieve and um while I prioritize self-care and looking after myself uh, I find it quite difficult to to stop Um, and I, I found with this whole situation that I have slowed down and I think collectively we've all slowed down um you know the things that we used to stress about and we used to worry about all the time we've started to realize that aren't um, such a big worry as we'd originally thought um you know like in the mornings now I've even gotten to the point that I'm getting up in the morning um and I'm reading for 20 minutes like I'm I've always been someone that would just get straight out of bed and do like a high intensity workout or or something like that to start my day but now I'm like no 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 I'll have a slow morning because everything's just slowed down and it just feels um so much more chilled I suppose but on the other hand, though, like not every day, like I've had lots of ups and downs through the through the isolation thing. Like some days have been really good and other days I've been feeling really flat. And I think for me it's just been um, checking in with myself and allowing myself to feel flat but also, um, you know, digging into to why that is and, and trying to kind of understand where that's coming from. Um, so it's become a really yeah. reflective time for me as well. Yeah, and I think I think you and I spoke about this the other day. Um, but I think a lot of people don't realize if if you consider you know all the things that make you happy and where you pull different things in your life from. You know what do you achieve by going th- going to work? You know a lot of people say oh going to work again, but they don't realize you know the um, what they take out of that interaction with different people and even just having that routine where they have to get up and they have to be at work at a certain point and then they get to come home at a certain point and you know the purpose um, and sense of achievement they get out of going to work. I think you know all of those things. I I, I think when people are just because that's their daily life. They don't understand, a lot of people sort of don't understand what that gives to them and and how that mm. contributes to their happiness. And all of a sudden when everyone's at home all the time, everyone's sort of, you know, feeling a little bit lost. And and I say this as well because this is something that I experienced um, not not recently um, but due to, you know, no longer going to a workplace and working from home, which is what a lot of people are also experiencing at the moment. You have to sort of find your own 
bits and pieces as part of your day to give you all the different things that all of those, um, you know, external circumstances and external things gave you, you know, whether that's um, that social interaction or even just incidental exercise as well mm, um, yeah. or, or that forced routine and you don't realise how much that can impact your life and set your life up and how much you depend on those things every day. And I think then working from home, you don't have that forced time to have, you know, to have that commute. You don't have that down time going to work or before you know coming home from work where you might be on a train for 15 minutes and you switch off before you you know transition from your work life into your home life all those things are sort of taken away and I think that's just such a big learning for anyone who sort of um, you know doesn't is used to going to work every day and all of a sudden they are and I imagine that is tenfold for anyone who has kids at home as well I just yeah 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 Yeah. yeah, which adds a whole other element to it Obviously, we, neither of us have experience with that. Well, you will soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, you know, and, and again, going back to the whole everyone's experiencing different it differently, that just adds a whole nother layer, you know, trying to do, trying to work from home and then and manage your kids and the pressure of homeschooling um, kids as well. And I, I don't have any experience, obviously, with kids, but I was chatting to um, somebody the other day, one of our suppliers, and, um, you know, they were saying how they're just really struggling with, um, you you know, homeschooling their kids because it's there's so many challenges you want them to do well with school. And f- from my not so experienced opinion, <laughs> I just said, you know, you just have to let go of the pressure of of having, you know, like your kids are going to pick stuff up anyway. They're going to learn as long as they're happy. I think that that's the main thing. Um, yeah. But obviously, I don't, I don't have kids. That's just my, from an outsider's point of view. And obviously, it's a lot more um, involved when you have kids. But I think the biggest thing that people can do at the moment is go easy on themselves because yeah. it is a really strange situation that none of us have ever dealt with before. And it's like you know, we can't be pressured to be perfect or be completely happy all of the time because it's completely like out of our control. Yeah. Yeah. And fortunately, um, it's temporary, you know, we Mm. know that now. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Going back a few weeks ago, we, none of us had any idea of how long it would be going on for, but it is temporary and, you know, kids are so versatile as well. But, you know, I'm the same. I've spoken with a lot of, um, a lot of the brands that, you know, we, we work with um, in speaking with a lot of them on the phone. So many of them, and especially being in in small business, rely on um, their children being at school. And that sound, I don't mean that in a horrible way. That yeah, the kids get to go to school. We have our own time. But you know, so many you know have this routine of kids being at school, and they they get to work, and all of a sudden, people are finding themselves balancing kids, and not only having kids at home, but homeschooling them and their own work and and everything else that comes with that. And I think there's just so much stress and pressure at the moment. And you're exactly right. I, I've, you know, a lot of people that I've spoken with and a lot of my friends who have kids at home um, have just spoken about that pressure and that guilt of, you know, am I doing the right thing um, and mm. just the experience they're having in trying to teach their kids. And, yeah, like I said, I think the fortunate thing is it's temporary and I think there's a lot to learn from the current situation. I think there'll be a lot of um, really grateful um, people at the end of this and grateful parents um, knowing that, you know, their kids are getting the education they are at school. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of positives are going to come out of this situation. Like, have you seen the um, the videos and the pictures and stuff on Facebook and on the internet about, um, you know, like places like Italy, they had like dolphins in the canals and, like yeah. and then there's like, um, you know, monkeys. I think it was in Bangkok, like monkeys came in and like took over the city. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's yeah. just 
It's really incredible, like all of the the nature and China's had like the least pollution that they've had in like 50 years, um, which is so um, incredible. Obviously, that's a result of all of the factories and everything closing down. But I just hope that we can all walk away with, um, you know, t- taking a bit of a, a learning or a, a lesson from it, even if it's just on a personal level, um, yeah. walk away and, and, and have something to, to be able to use um, to improve your life as, as you move forward. Yeah, I think so. And even, you know, there's so much to come out of it, even just the the different ways to connect with family and friends and, um, you know, um, probably a lot more connection with families and children and and so on within the single household because they're spending a lot more time together. But I think even just stripping everything back, I think the one thing that every person is going to take away is I think everyone has more time without – there's less distractions at the moment. There's not the distractions of – you know, events outside of the home or going to work or going to school, there's not not people. And obviously that can take a lot of things away. But what that also gives is people have the time, you know, people have time to think. And, you know, I think them understanding themselves a little bit better. And, you know, I think everyone you speak to, the one of the biggest, when you say, what what's the biggest thing you learn? It's, you know, they say, oh, I understand that I like this now, or I've realized that I really, you know, love social interaction and I depend on people. And the amount of people that have sort of come out, and I'm sure you You've seen it online as well. People that have come out saying, oh, I thought I was an introvert, but now I realize I'm an extrovert and how much, you know, I I, I get from being around people and how much energy that gives me. I think yeah. just when you strip everything back, I think people are just learning so much about themselves and I think only good can come out of that. Totally, totally. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, and I, I think that's having that time on your own because like, yeah. you, like you said, there's always so much distraction. Like yeah. it's like, all right, cool, I'll go out and hang out with my friends or I'll go out to an event or I'll go out and do this. And it's like you're you're constantly doing things outside of of you and you're not actually looking inward, which is a lot about what Retreat Yourself is about. It's about slowing down and taking time for you um, and nurturing you and looking looking internally. So it's kind of a forced um, a forced retreat, <laughs> you, could, yeah, you yeah. could say. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I think another yeah. thing that sort of has come up through, um, you know, through all of this is people are, you know, when people are forced to find things to do at home, um, and again, you know, we talk about the toilet paper shortage. There's been a jigsaw puzzle <laughs> shortage, and I remember I was um, I was shopping the other week, and I wanted to get I was getting a little care package for a friend, and I thought I'll get her a coloring book and some pencils, and every single coloring book was sold out. Every puzzle book was sold out. Every jigsaw puzzle was sold out. So um, the great toilet paper shortage of Australia or the world also extended to puzzles and coloring books. Um, but I think people being forced, <laughs> I think people being forced to find things to do at home um, just also breeds creativity as well, doesn't it? Totally, totally. And all like you see that in all of the funny videos and memes and stuff on on online now. Like, like how do people think of doing that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like um but okay, also baking. Like yeah totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like I was like, I have to make some form of muffins or like a banana bread. I just had a massive craving for it. Yeah, and yeah. went to the supermarket. No flour anywhere no baking powder anywhere no eggs like I'm like man (laughs) everybody is baking yeah (laughs) seriously though oh it's so it's so it's so good and it's so funny Um, because as 
um, you know, we all strive for connection without even realizing it sometimes. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, when, when you're outside and you relate to people in different ways, when you see people on the street or, you know, um, at, a, at a bar or at a workplace or whatever it may be, and you see people still looking to connect in different ways. And it's so great to see how inventive people are getting with that. And, you know, the whole, this whole sourdough thing here, everyone wants to start baking sourdough. People are connecting <laughs> with it going like, show me your sourdough, you know, online. And it's so funny. And so it's so amazing that people are just finding just different and interesting ways to connect. <laughs> yeah, totally. We have um, every Friday night with a bunch of our friends, we have Friday night trivia, Yeah, which yeah. is so fun. Like it's yeah. just, it's such like normally we'd all catch up and we might have like a, a couple of wines and um, just all chat about whatever, but it's actually fun to kind of get together and and have like a game to play, like, and next week it's bingo. And, you know, um, I just, yeah, I love that people are finding different ways to connect with each other. And um, I suppose people are, you probably, people are probably connecting on a deeper level as well, because normally when you catch up, you're kind of distracted by everything that's going on or you're out and about. But when you're on a Zoom call or, or when you're on a phone call, you're, you're much more, um, yeah, you're much more connected and you're, t- you're actually more focused on each other and what you're talking about as well. So I think probably relationships are, are deepening um, and things like that as well. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, uh, some of my friends and I, we, you know, we talk about once this is all over um, or, you know, what we don't know what all over means yet, um, but once <laughs> we go back to our regular lives in some way, you know, are we still going to connect on video calls and things like that because, um, mm. you know, some of my friends and I, you know, we all, we come from, you know, uh, we're all from the country and, um, you know, we're all spread out all over the place. And so when we're actually catching up, that might only happen a few times a year when we all get together. But, you know, all of a sudden we're every week or two, we're on the phone and all on house partying or chatting and we're connecting more so in that way than we ever would. Um, yeah. You know, and it's interesting to know what, what will happen after that, you know, do will will that continue or will people take it for granted and sort of go back to their normal ways it's it'll be really interesting to see what happens once this is all done and dusted yeah I think I've talked to my family more recently than I (laughs) ever would normally like it's just like okay so we're all stuck inside and let's let's jump on on zoom I think that hopefully people um will continue to stay connected and continue to connect with each other the way that we have been um hopefully life doesn't just go back to the way that it was. I hope that, um, you know, lots of things are, are learned and picked up on and not forgotten. Um, you know, when you travel overseas and you go to like a third world country or something and you feel so grateful for everything that we have here and you're like, I'm never going to forget this. And then you come home and um, slowly things go back yeah. to normal. And yeah. I just hope that that has lasting effects. Yeah, I agree. And I think, um, sorry if it's a bit noisy in the background, my dog's chasing her tail. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> um, what else would you be doing? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That, that's her hobby that she's picked up in isolation. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think everyone knows, um, or a lot of people, anyone who's travelled to an area that is less fortunate than we are here, I think everyone knows that feeling of going away and you come back and you're like, I'm going to change all these things that I do because I'm so lucky and, you know, I've realised, you know, that I don't need all these material possessions or I don't need this in my life or I don't need that and it does go back to normal and I think a big reason that that happens is because that's just life here, you know. Everyone else Mm -hmm. when you get back is still living the way they were before you left and priorities in, you know, in different, um, you know, living situations are so different. Um, But I think the if there's a 
combined goal and a lot of people are all have, have all been in that one experience I think it's doable I think it's achievable if if everyone said hey we've realized all of these things because we've all been in isolation together let's as a group mm-hmm. aim to change things and it'll be really interesting to see what happens after all of this and what sort of group change comes in because of that yeah that's so true but is it yeah because I suppose yeah when you come back from a trip a lot like I've actually it's like reverse culture shock yeah. <laughs> you go away and you learn all of these, these new things and you come back and everybody's still doing the same thing that they were doing before and they're still in their same habits and it's quite um you know difficult to transition but I suppose yeah if everybody was had learned the things that you've learned while you're away or experienced the things that you'd experience while you're away it would um it would be a complete different story so yeah 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 yeah, I definitely, I think a lot of people um, have definitely learned and will be learning um, a lot through this whole process. But I wanted to talk, turn it back around again and start talking about working from home again, because I think that's something that so many people um, are experiencing right now. And Christy, so for you guys listening, we um, have an office in Torquay, which is where I live, but Christy lives in Melbourne. So Christy works from home. You are probably an expert, I would say, in working from home. <laughs> and um <laughs> I'm sure that you have lots of tips. I feel like we need to give the listeners some things that they can walk away um, from this episode and apply to their life. So I would love for you to tell us about some tips or, you know, your recommendations from working from home to help anyone that's struggling with it at the moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And look, I think the first thing I'll say is that working from home, it's every day is the same. And if you sort of get yourself into a routine that you feel works for you, the thing is that routine is probably going to come old, get old at some point and you're going to have to refresh that. So everything that I'll say, um, I think the biggest thing for me is I'll, I'll get myself into a routine and then I'll have to change it slightly again. And, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, it's I've, I've been working from home for a couple of years now, so hopefully um, everyone's not in that same position um but probably the biggest thing for me is to have you know everyone when you know everyone thinks oh working from home great I can do my um you know washing in the middle of the day or I can do this or I can just cook as I go or whatever it may be I think the biggest thing for me is to still act like I'm going to work um you know Mm. and you hear that a lot um but for me you know what that means is if I first of all when I get up in the morning whatever I do in the morning whether I'm moving or whatever I might want to do with my morning whether I um want to take the dog for a walk whether I want to chill out for a bit whatever I do I always as part of that routine I have a house tidy as part of that it sounds ridiculous yeah. but I make sure if I'm um sitting in um you know my home office during the day and the two places I go to is the bathroom and the kitchen I make sure the bathroom in the kitchen and the path and the pathway between those two are clean because if I if they're not and I get up and I go to go to the kitchen and I want to make something you know or have a coffee or whatever it might be and the kitchen's dirty and the dishes aren't done it's so distracting for me and Mm. so I think getting up in the morning and getting yourself ready for the day so that you can work undistracted during the day is key so that means for me you know making sure the dishes are done making sure the bathroom's clean Um, if there's washing to to be put on, put it on in the morning, hang it out after work. Don't, you know, for me, it's about taking away the distraction because when you're working from home, there's going to be distractions anyway. There is as part of any work day and, you know, there's, and there's always going to be, you know, um, whether someone drops by or, you know, things that come up or you're calling each other a lot more and it's all unscheduled and whatever, um, which you and I do all the time, taking everything (laughs) else away from that is really key. Um, Yeah. For me, again, I think, you know, um, and, you know, we have talked about before working from home and, you know, setting yourself up, you know, if you're feeling a bit stale in one location and moving to the next. So I think 
working out what works best for you with where you work as well is really key. Um, for me, that's being in the one location you know yes it's great mm-hmm. to say all right I'm going to work from the couch this time and then from the dining table this time and from my desk another time but for me I really try to wherever I can just stick at my desk because that's my workspace um, and I'm lucky enough to have an office um, and if anyone else does um, I recommend just trying and seeing sticking to that close the door of the office um, when you finish for the day open it um, in the morning when you're starting again but having a space for me and having a desk is really key for me as well and just having that one location because I'm not sort of having that distraction of moving and um, having to, you know, have different surroundings all the time. So that's really important to me as well. Yeah. I think as well, like for me, if I move, if I'm working at my desk and then I move to another place, I find it really hard to get back into what I was doing again. I think it's I think it's important to have the, your workspace as you do your sleep space, as you do the place that you eat. I think it's good to keep them them separate because the minute you move to the couch, you associate that with watching TV maybe or, or eating your dinner or whatever. Um, it's hard to get into the zone of doing the work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think another thing when you're at a workplace with a lot of different people, um, you're the way your energy is dispersed over the course of the day comes from various different things. Um, For me, Mm. I'm quite extroverted. So obviously that means that, you know, being around other people, um, you know, can, can give me energy and so on. And so, you know, I, I might find that um, if I was in a workplace with a lot of people, I might do certain tasks in, in the morning and then all my meetings are in the afternoon and they're with people and they're around people and that carries my energy. But I think again, the biggest, and another big thing is just understanding what you work best on over certain parts of the day. You know, if, if you feel that your focus time is, straight after lunch or first thing in the morning or whatever, that's your work to do that. Um, I think that's really important as well because all of a sudden when you're home, it's just you, you know, you're not being carried by, not carried, um, but, you know, you're not um, getting that energy from other people and you're not, um, you know, you don't have structured meetings in the afternoon to break up your day or whatever. It's a long day and you're at home and you're on your own. So you sort of have to understand where you best place your energy. So that's another, another thing. And I think I've seen a lot of people talk about that a lot, you know, there's so many conversations and articles at the moment isn't there about you know managing distractions and productivity and all of those types of things and I think that's one of the first things you learn when working from home that you're like wow you know it's all on me to um the energy that I get and the way that I work and and you know what I achieve during the day all of a sudden it's just all on you you're not around people anymore yeah absolutely absolutely I think um I think a big part for me with working from home, a big thing for me is keeping routine. Um, yeah. Like you said, like treating it like a work day, like getting up at the same time every day. Um, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, I've been reading in the morning, but that's become part of my routine. So it's um, 20 minutes of reading and then I'll do a little meditation and then I might go for a little walk. Uh, provided like you do the same thing every day and 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 you're in a routine every day, you'll start to feel um more I suppose empowered in your day and more organized I always make my lunch the night before I mean I've been working I've I've been going into the office and working because there's no one else in there but I every night make my lunch for 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 the day um the next day or or the next few days and I know that you do the same as well Christy um but it but it helps it helps you to stay healthy because you've already prepared that food in advance and you don't you know, go to the, go to the pantry. This is what happened to me in 14, in the 14 day <laughs> isolation. Like I was like, hmm, I think I'm hungry now. I'll go have a look in the fridge. And then I'm like, what could I eat? And it's like, yeah. if I'd already just pre-planned what I was going to eat, I'd, I'd know that I had my snacks there and there wasn't that kind of distraction of, oh, maybe I could make this or maybe I could do this. And then just 
overeating or undereating or whatever it is, I think. Yeah. Preparing. Or eating the preparing. wrong wrong things. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. the other thing with that as well, if you consider, okay, you've got breakfast and you've got a couple of different snacks, you might have a coffee or two, um, you know, you've got lunch, um, all of those things, when you start to add all of those up, they, that's a lot of minutes of your day. And again, it comes down to all of those distractions. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think having food prepared is, is key for me as well. You can just grab it out, you can eat. And, and again, your work day is work time. Yeah, absolutely. And how, I think eating Eating healthy helps keep you focused as well. It does. I, I find my brain space is so much more clear when I'm eating well. Yes. Um, but I reckon yeah. what we should do, Christy, is put all of this into like a blog post as well. So yeah, um, our, our, our top tips for working for, from home for you guys listening. Um, so yeah. you can go and, um, you know, actually have them written in front of you. So we'll do that over the next uh, couple of weeks and we'll pop that on the blog yeah, um, so you can idea. find that there. But, um, yeah, thank you for joining me today, Christy. Oh, no problem. It's nice to chat. We needed it. We needed it. Yeah, <laughs> we, no, do it. we do it a lot anyway, but, you know, it's nice to actually break away and chat for an hour. Exactly. So I hope you guys listening have enjoyed today's episode. Um, Like I mentioned at the start and I've mentioned uh, in a couple of other episodes, we are doing fortnightly episodes now just um, because of the the workload that's involved and obviously um, everything else that's going on in the world at the moment. We've got a lot on our plate at the moment at Retreat Yourself. So um, it's just to try and help avoid that overwhelm. But yeah, so the next episode will be in two weeks time. Um, As I always mention, if you like what you're hearing, please leave a review and feel free to connect on Instagram. Um, I'll put our links in the show notes and yeah, come over to the community and let us know what you thought. Awesome. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye.